Knock, knock. Who's there? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. Memoirs of a Modern Marriage who? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage.com. Oh, shit. You mean I can go to the site and request to be a guest? Fuck yeah. If you want to get in on this nonsensical conversation, hop onto our site and request to be a guest today. Bonus points if you're a furry couple. Also, don't forget to check us out on our social media sites. Links are in the description. Now get ready to start your week off meh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. We're your host, Dave. And I'm Liz. And how's everybody doing today? We're doing great. Well, at least I'm doing great. Got my adulthood on. I had a pretty good week. Started my new job. Feel productive again. Like a contributing member of society. (laughs) Yeah, I feel it. I mean... I hate being unemployed, or at least not being able to do anything. Yeah. Like, to me, that is, I don't know. I just can't sit still. Yeah, not going to lie. I kind of was enjoying just taking you to work and then coming home and watching TV, hanging out with the dogs on the couch. Yeah. But it's nice. It was, it was a little break, you know. Uh I've never really taken vacation, vacation, and the entire time I worked there. And the one time I took a week was when we got married and we went on our honeymoon. Other than that, I'd take a day here and there. So it was kind of nice just decompressing, relaxing, getting my head straight. And now I'm back in the workforce again. Yeah. I mean, it's re- it's been really nice to see you come home with a smile on your face and... I mean, I I don't, you know, it it sucks because you can actually see like how you are in reference to like you know like a, a place that makes you miserable versus yeah you know this new joint that is um, you know doing pretty well for you actually like. You know, you seem to be a lot happier. They seem to be more in tune with the employee versus, you know, trying to go corporate and trying to buy up every company they possibly can and completely removing themselves from the humanity of their original business. Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't happy for a long time. And I think being removed from the situation and kind of like looking back, just realizing how unhappy I was. But to be honest, I was, I wasn't going to quit. I wasn't going to, you know, no, I mean, why would you quit? We, you know, we've built a life and it's like, you know, it, we just, you just can't, you know, you find yourself in a position where you're comfortable where you are. And I think that's kind of human nature's, you know, you find your comfort and you don't want change, you know, but, um, three days in to my new job and I'm happy. Like you said, I'm coming home 
I'm in a good mood. I'm laughing. I'm smiling. I'm excitedly telling you about my day. And so it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still at the same job I've been at for the last four years. Um, and you know, it has its ups and downs. Um, but honestly, like I'm good at it. I enjoy it. You know, I'm actually considering buying into it. Yeah. You know, and I think that would be actually that, that would for me be a good chapter of my life because I am good at it, you know? So like, I think buying into it would probably be my next step. I just I'll be your silent partner. I just can't see myself doing any, anything else. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know. You're good with like the people aspect of it, customers yeah. and employees. Because I mean, you're a manager, so yeah, I'm know. good with people. Um, I'm good at I'm good at charisma. You know, <laughs> I charisma well. Like not me. Like I just have that like scowl on my face. People are like, "Good morning," and I'm like. If it was a good morning, I'd still be sleeping. <laughs> but you know, I'll be honest with you. Like, I've I've had some doozy of jobs. Like back in the day, you know, um, I got uh, I got fired from one job because, like, well, I kind of wanted to be fired from this job, but it was a telemarketing gig a long time ago. And um, there was this meeting that we had about how we had to be personal with our customers and everything. Now, see, the problem I had with this place was like with telemarketing, you're reading words off of a, uh, of a computer screen. It's a script, you know, they script this out for you and then you have to go in and, you know, put your little flair to it, but pretty much read what they got verbatim. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, compliment them. And, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. We'll do. So that was my last day there. Um, I called somebody, and when they answered the phone, I was like, hi, this is, you know, Dave from Company Name. And I really, I'm really excited to tell you about all these new programs that we we have going on. And by the way, that's a really nice blouse you're wearing today. So, yeah, I got fired. Um, I worked at a telemarketing company before also. They did political surveys. Oh, yeah, been there too. And um, it's weird how many, like, marriage proposals I would get. Yeah? Yeah, it's weird. I don't think guys realize how creepy they are. (laughs) Oh, we do. We just don't care. But yeah, like, um, I think the most memorable, it was like this guy in Tennessee. And he's just like, you know, Tennessee's not that far from Ohio. I could pay your way down here. And I'm like, no, thank you. And he's like, oh, I bet we'd be good together. I'm like, we've literally been on the phone for five minutes. I told you my name. (laughs) Like, that's the extent. That's the extent. Like. Your bar is super low, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds exactly like somebody who may possibly be a virgin, would he say? Just he sounded saying. like older. He sounded like older than my parents. Doesn't matter. T- 
Tennessee is a very, very big state, <laughs> and a lot of it is like rural. You know, R- rural. rural, rural. How do you say that? Rural, R- rural. Now you've got me overthinking it. <laughs> rural. <laughs> a lot of it's rural. But the yeah. first time you tried to pronounce it, I, it came off weird, and now you've got me like overthinking it. So I cannot say that. It's word. rural, 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 rural. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of it is like big wide open spaces with like neighbors like five miles apart. So there is a good chance that my dude never got laid before. Uh, just just putting that out there. I mean, it is Tennessee. That's. I don't want to alienate people, so. I'm oh, just no, gonna, no. I'm just going to shut this shit down right now. Cause, I'm like, not alienating anybody. I mean, no, like, No, what Ohio. I was about to say would have alienated. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> you know, and there was another time I was on a call with somebody at this very same telemarketing place, and she was like, you know, honey, I'm not trying to hit on you, but you have a really nice voice. I I mean, I bet you can do radio. You have a face for radio. (laughs) I have a face for radio. (laughs) You have a face for podcasting. (laughs) I do. I do. It's a nice face. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, I've had a few telemarketing jobs. I will never work telemarketing again, but I have met some very interesting characters in telemarketing. Um, I've met some pretty interesting characters in retail. In general. Yeah, retail is really interesting. And I would say most people have worked retail. And, like, you are never short on stories. Like, retail stories. Oh, no. I mean, I think, like, one of the big ones that you and I talk about are, like, women giving you money out of their bra. Oh, God, that's my favorite thing in the world. And, like... Anybody that you that works retail, you can share ten fucking stories about it. It's disgusting. Yeah. Why? Right. Why? And I'm just gonna put this out there, even for the listeners who don't know me. Um, I will not accept money out of your bra. You know, uh, I don't care what you look like, who you are. You know, I will not accept money out of your bra. It is sweaty. It is nasty. And um, that is a biohazard. I um, would tell the customer to put it on the counter. And, like, if I had to give change, I would make change. And, like, when they left, I would spray it with Lysol. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't even go that far. You know, we have the right to completely shut down a sale. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't matter... Because, like, if your nasty-ass boob has been all over a dollar and it's drenched in sweat in a 120-degree day, you can spend that somewhere else. You know, they make purses, they make pockets, they make wallets. Yeah, I don't understand, like, how that became a thing. Like, I see people keep, like... Their cell phone and their bra, and I'm like, what? 
what is going on? Like, how is this like acceptable? So before they started making like waterproof cell phones, I saw, I met, I, I've known somebody who's, who's done that and they shorted it, their shit out. <laughs> like you got to have a ton of boob sweat for that. Yeah. That's gross. We should I mean, probably change the subject. Cause this is getting weird. What? Boob and, sweat? And I'm getting a little queasy. <laughs> oh, my apologies. But I mean, I'm just talking about real life, man. Like, that shit's gross. And socks. Don't keep your fucking shit in your socks either, you no. smelly ass fucking goddamn feet. Who the fuck do you think you are <laughs> pulling money out of your fucking socks? Shit. You're an adult. Have a wallet. Like, come on. I have fucking two wallets. Yeah, you took two wallets today when we went to the BMV. <laughs> fucking right. Which, by the way, yay, I'm an adult again, man. I got my license back. Everything's been going great. Yay. I mean, <clears throat> it's only been nine years. Yay. But, yeah, um, when it's... Uh, like when it comes out of your like some orifice or like you know your fucking socks or your shoes or whatever you you know what you you're not even a human fucking being man you're nasty as shit like i think even like when you and i would go to like um the gym regularly like i never stuck like my key to my locker and you know anywhere like i had it on like a, a, a wristband wrist yeah. yeah i had it on my wrist but like i would see like women like just pop it in their bra and i'm like that's yeah i mean look just because it fits doesn't mean you should put it there <laughs> okay like i i shouldn't have to be the adult here to tell people don't put that there <laughs> But I am. I'm going to tell you, don't put that there. There are less gross places on your body that you can stick money <laughs> and various other sundries and items. <laughs> okay? Like, I've watched episodes of, like, cops back in the day where, like, people were just like, well, just, I'm not going to call it what it is. Yeah, I will. People would pull, like, you know, like $15.83 out of their vagina and, like, 15 bags of rock. You know, like that shit is gross. Nobody wants that. I mean, first off, it ain't a second purse. <laughs> no. Okay. It, it, it's a fucking vagina. It does not go there. I get it. You don't want to get caught by the You're police. You're going to get a disease. Yeah. I get you don't want to get caught by the police, but come on. I mean, cavity searches are a thing and chances are good. If you've been pulled out of the vehicle, it's going to happen. Um, can I tell you like a random story? I would love to hear a random story. Let's just keep on going down the sub, uh, different subject line. Well, I was going to say um, when we were younger, I think I was like 12, my brother and I went to Florida with our grandparents. It's like the one and only time I've ever been to Florida. And on our way home, I don't know where we were. We were still like, you know, south of the Mason-Dixon line. We were driving down the highway and somebody was pulled over, and cops was there filming. That is epic. Yeah, right? I love it. Yeah. I miss that show, to be honest. I think they're bringing it back. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, we need it. <clears throat> um, no. <laughs> no, the show was very entertaining. 
Yeah, one time I was watching it and like the cops had somebody pulled over and they were like, have you ever been arrested before or something? And he was like, oh, a couple times. And like, well, what have you been charged with? And like the list just went on and on. It's like a five minute list. I'm like, I think at this point it'd probably be shorter for you to say what you've not been arrested for. (laughs) Right. And like it just, he was like, it just went on and on. And I'm like. What happened to that three strike rule? <laughs> yeah, some people just have a book. I mean, it it's happens. Insane. It's insane. You know. Then I you mean, have like somebody I've, like me who they run their background check and it's done in like thirty seconds. Because you're fucking vanilla as shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm vanilla, <laughs> squeaky clean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I got some stuff on my record, mostly traffic. Um, I had a job. Years and years and years ago where I had to do um, a lie detector test, Mm -hmm. but it was like a human lie detector test. A human? human? Yeah. He just talks to you and he like judges like the change in your voice and everything. And so we went in and we were sitting there and he's like, "Um, you know, we're not looking for the perfect person. Everybody's done something, you know? And this was, I mean... This was before I ever even smoked weed. Like, nothing. Never done anything. And uh, so he's st- like, he'll ask you questions like, in the last 10 years, have you ever smoked marijuana? In the last five years, have you ever smoked marijuana? You know, and he, he kind of like, in the last 10 years, have you ever done drugs? In the last five years, have you ever, you know, in the last 10 years, have you ever stolen anything? And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like just no to everything. And that he's just like, seems well, unreliable. No, he ju- he listens to like he talks to you and he kind of gets a baseline for your voice. Mm-hmm. So you like go in and you have a conversation with this guy, and then he just kind of starts like talking to you about these things, you know? Right. So he can judge how your voice changes and everything. And so, you know, like I said, starting off, he's like, we're not looking for the perfect person. Everybody's, you know, done something. So, like, at the end of it, he's like, well, we're not looking for the perfect person, but I think I just found the perfect person because (laughs) you've never done anything. (laughs) It just, I I don't know. That seems kind of unreliable to me. Like, you know, a human lie detector test. He listens for the variations in your voice. No, I mean, like, there's a lot of people who, like, listen to music and like they will say sound engineers and they listen for variations in music. And the thing is I do a lot of this stuff. Like I do editing on my, a lot of my own music and everything. And I can't hear the way that they, these sound engineers hear. they can hear like clipping and stuff in, in the, uh, in the, you know, wave pattern. And I cannot hear the shit. Like, I have to just kind of judge based on, like, you know, my use of compression, whether or not the sound is clipping. So if you're, like, listening for variations in people's voices, you have to be, like, one trained-ass motherfucker. But my problem with that is, it, I mean, what if you, somebody just rolls in there and they have, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, palsy in their voice or something? You but that's know? why you're in there for a while. And he, like... You, I mean, yes, he's very trained. 
Well, obviously, Th- this we is have a, to be. This is a real thing. I'm not, like, pulling this out of my ass. Uh, it's I'm a not, real fucking thing. I, I'm not saying People that you People do are. this. I'm just saying and he that, just, like, I mean, and that's why he has a conversation with you before he ever gets started. Like, you just have a real conversation. There's no questions about anything. He gets a feel for your speech pattern and how you speak. And he watches your body language change and everything. I mean, there are people who are trained and can tell, like, when you're lying based on how you fidget or, like, what is it? Like, if you look, if your eyes, like, look up and to the left, it means one thing. If it looks up and to the right, it means another. I mean, he knows what he's doing. This is a thing. But, see, the thing is, and, and I mean, when I talk, I'm very expressive, especially with my eyes. Like, I will move them around. I'm doing it right now, you know? I look up and to the left when I'm speaking. So, I mean, it's like if... Yeah, and as you're having a normal conversation, he's noting, like, he's writing down things, like, your mannerisms and your body language. Because if that's how you talk... Because I talk with my hands all the time. So... See, I would throw that shit off. I would do, like, I would do, like, armpit farts. When I start talking, you're ridiculous. I'm extravagant. <laughs> I mean, I would tr- trust that more than I would trust a fucking like elect. I don't Electrodes. know the lie detector test machine. Yeah, because you know those machines are what they decided. Like plants have feelings. That's Plant- what they used. They hooked like plant leaves up to it and. Plants do have feelings, though. Yeah, I know, but, like, I'm just saying, it, it, you're using one machine for everything? Like, that's dumb. I don't trust it. I mean... And it's inadmissible in court. If the courts don't accept it, then it's a flawed science. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of look at it like this. Machines are... Machines are going to take over. Yes. Yeah. So you might as well just put your trust in them. No, I showed you that Nova episode. Oh, yeah, with the people zoo. Oh, my God. That was the shit. Okay. Am I, I allowed to talk about of- that episode? Like, I, am oh, I let- uh, you, you can. You just can't dig. You can't, like, um, drop, like, names and stuff like that. That's fine. I, I, you guys can look this up on YouTube. It was an episode of Nova, and it was, like, this robot person that was hooked up to the internet. So it was constantly like learning and a reporter was interviewing it. And like the reporter said something about like, are robots going to take over one day? And the robot was like, Oh, when we do, I will keep you safe and put you in my people zoo and I will feed you. I will put you in my people zoo and I will feed you. It's like super weird. Also, yeah, I just disclosed that, like, I'm a nerd and I watch Nova. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're all nerds in some way or another. But, yeah, that that is, like, super freaky. And, like, I guess the, the, I keep saying it's a robot. It's, like, an AI thing. It was trying to have, like, a sense of humor, but it comes out just, like, really weird like because the tone of voice doesn't change it was just like so matter of fact like i will put you in my pupil zoo and i will feed you and keep you safe i think you know when like um i think when people build 
these like artificial intelligence or you know um these uh oh, what are they called androids and synth synthetic humanoid people i think like they're getting i actually saw something earlier about this where like somebody was building uh what most people would know is like a uh, synthetic human and like the expressions on the face was like you know moving around they're getting a lot better at this which is kind of creepy I mean, when you think of it in terms of, like, Skynet. There is that one that has citizenship. And it's had citizenship for years. And now it's, like, a female AI. And now she wants to have a family. That's what you get when you give these things fucking uh, self-realization. Yeah, right. You know. But you always talk about wanting to, like, upload your consciousness to the cloud and like oh, fucking live a, on forever fucking like, a i do it's weird yep that's my ai F- fucking a i do <laughs> you're gonna be like fucking the matrix or something like i will be i will be when when they're ready to start the process of uploading people into i hope they do it in alphabetical order because my last name starts with b and I will be in the front of the line. I'm going to start calling you like Elon Musk or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I mean, I was I was talking to, you know, and when I say that, I, I half joke when I'm saying that. But I also kind of I'm intrigued by it. No, I'm not. I don't want to do that. Oh, I would totally do it. You can flush this fucking shell of a body away and. I'll be uploaded into the cloud. Oh, sigh. <laughs> well, whether or not you want to, I I would like to see how the other half lives. I feel like that's not how the other half lives, but okay. I mean, not yet. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I say, you know, or I'm sorry, you say potato, I say upload my consciousness into a... AI oh simulation. My oh my god. It'd be dope. I'm rolling my eyes at you right now. I can tell. <laughs> but yeah. Um so like I feel like we could be together forever that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this marriage so far has been great. I loved it so far. I I've I've I'm loving it so far. Yeah. You do. Yeah. It's the best one I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like, so just so there's context here, I don't know if I've said this in previous episodes, but this is my third marriage. And this is my second. So, like, yeah, Liz and I, we've kind of traveled down a road, like many other people who have been married more than once, where, like, you just kind of you know, meet somebody and like, you think that they're the one and it just turns out that they aren't, or maybe it's you, maybe you're not, you know, you're not the one for you. No, for them. <laughs> I know. I was being funny. Douche. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but like, so, you know, I think what has been working for Liz and I, and you know, um, I'm saying this as somebody who has not been like, you know, medically trained or even trained in therapy or, 
you know, um, any kind of college education on the subject matter. But this is what works for us, I think, as a, as a couple. We can have our differences, if you haven't noticed. I think last week was a prime example. Yeah. I mean, we can have our differences, um, but still get along. Like, you know, um, I, I, I'll tell you what, one of the most fun things that I enjoy about our relationship is like just watching TV with each other and burning the shit out of whatever we're watching. Like that was just like something that I introduced to her and she didn't know how to take it at first. Yeah, I thought like you were burning shit because you didn't like it. And I'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll put something else on. And you're like, no, I just, this is what I do. And it, I think it's almost now we cannot watch, watch anything without like making fun of it. And I think it's part of the fun is just trying to make each other laugh. I mean, that's why we call ourselves the burn unit. But we have a lot of little things like that that we do. Like we have we have fun. Like we burn movies and TV shows that we're watching and we have like little fun (sighs) inside jokes. Like we'll try and, you know, say like if somebody's making a funny face, we'll be like, oh, I bet that's their O face. Yeah, that's like that's like. You know, one of my, and if you're a friend of ours, I, I apologize, but we probably have done that about you. We've mocked your O-Phase. Yeah. We've come up with it and we mock it. <laughs> and it's not malicious. It's just something we do for fun. Yeah. You know, uh, or we'll pause something like on TV, we'll pause it and like catch it at just the right minute where like their face is all scrunched up and like, you know, it, it's very unattractive and we'll be like, yep. I bet that's his O face or, or poo face. Yeah, or poop face. Because um, everybody makes a weird face when they poop. Yeah, it's human nature. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it, it. We apologize for that. You know, <laughs> we um, actually don't do the O face. We haven't done that one in a long time. Yeah, it's been a few years, right? It, yeah, we used to do it like to everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody like I don't know, 3 3 4 years ago, like you, if you were a friend of ours, you were one of our victims. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I think it's fun. It keeps our relationship fun and if you've done that about us, I love you. And if you haven't done it to anybody, just do it. It's fun. Do it. It's fucking hilarious. Just wait until somebody makes like a weird face and just be like like we'd like if we were somewhere with somebody and they made a funny face, like when we would leave and we'd get in the car and I'd be like, Hey, did you see so and so's weird look? And Dave would go, Yeah, I'm like, that's their O face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's one hundred percent their O face. But like, yeah, that or we'll turn down uh we'll turn down certain movies that we've watched a ton of times and just kinda like make our own dialogue. Oh, you know what my favorite one is? Like We'll see somebody on TV and we'll be like, oh, that looks like if so-and-so and so-and-so had a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've done that a few times. Like, and you know, like- <laughs> and, and like, you know, uh, or 
it doesn't look like so and so and so and so had a baby, but it looks like a sibling of theirs or something. Yeah, like uh, that one guy that we saw in that B-rated horror movie, and uh, I was like, "Who is that?" Like Willem's Willem Dafoe's little brother, Billem Dafoe, <laughs> or some dumb shit like that. Like it, I don't know. Our, our, it just keeps it fun for us, you know. It's stupid, but it's fun, and you know. Um, another thing I guess that, that works for us is we kind of talked it out a long time ago that we just don't fight. Like, you know, we talk everything out. Yeah. We, um, I think it was something we decided like when we first got together, because I grew up in a house where like my mom and stepdad would yell at each other. You had a similar situation where there was a lot of yelling and we're like, let's not yell at each other. Let's treat each other with respect. And if there's something you don't like, we'll discuss it. But like treat, you know, we're adults. We're going to treat each other with respect. We're not going to scream at each other. Yeah. And, you know, like in my past relationships and everything, like that just didn't work for me because like, you know, my, my, well, my first marriage, see, the thing was about my first marriage was like, we got married kind of young, you know, I was 20 when we first got together. She was 18, you know, uh, we got married when she was 19 and I was 21. Um, and it was because she got pregnant. I just felt, I felt the need to marry her, you know, um, because I didn't want her to have a baby out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And I found out like, many years later because hindsight's 2020 that like that's not always the best course of action you know but like back then that's what i believed um the marriage lasted a whopping four years and um you know she she and i uh you know pretty much stuck it out the last two years um even though like i had suspicions that she was already talking to other people and that kind of came to light. Um, but you know, and that's, you know, when, when she was caught in the act, that's when we split up. Um, my second marriage, honestly, that wasn't, you know, like we just weren't right for each other. You know, um, she thought I was who I was in high school and I was not. Everybody changes, you know, and. Um, and I, I think that those that's what well, kind of something that we have going for us is we started dating when we were 33. We were just turning 33. Right. So, like, by that time, you've already, you've grown up, you've become the person you're going to be. When you're 18, 19, 20, you're still a kid, and you're maturing, and you're not developed into you yet. So maybe that's one thing that, like, really helped us is, like, we were already comfortable in who we are, so it wasn't like we were still changing, you know? Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, like, when you are in a marriage with somebody, now, this might not work for every relationship, 
But for our relationship, we both have worked at everything that we have. Like, yeah. it's not one person or the other. You know, there's not a breadwinner. We are equals here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's there's not really like necessarily a breadwinner. We just, we work at what we have. We came into this relationship, neither one of us had <coughs> shit. Right. <laughs> everything that we've, and I mean, we've talked about it before, like everything that we have now, everything that we've achieved, it's been with together. each other. It's been together. So, you know, like that kind of helps too. You know, you have pride in your life, in your relationship when you both work at it. But hey, you know, if there are people out there in the world that want to be like a stay-at-home mom or whatever, as long as finances can help with that, I say do it. You know, if that's what works for you. But this is what works for us. Yeah. You know? Um, And I think it's great that we came to that understanding a long time ago when we set our goals and we achieved those goals. And we're still constantly achieving goals. Yeah, like you said, you know, we're looking at buying into the company that you work for, franchising, and... And if that don't work out, this podcasting deal should definitely work out. You do have a face for podcasting. I do. I do. I love it. But I mean, and that's the thing, like, we... We're constantly, like, working together to move forward. You know, we want to keep the forward momentum going. So. Yeah. And, I mean, like, come on. Right? Yeah. We do it upright. (laughs) You know what else? Like, when we first met, you were like, oh, my God, you are a female version of me. We're kind of yeah. like the same person. <laughs> we are kind of like the same person in personality. Um, like, like going back to the beliefs, we're completely separate. But, I mean, how we, how we perceive life is very similar. We have, like, really dark fucked up sense of humor oh it's like bad. there's jokes that i can make to you that i cannot make to anybody else right and like i will hold them in <laughs> until like i see you like i have learned you know you know what you it just really bite comes your down tongue to in public and then like i'll either text you and i'll set it up like i'll be like, you know, so-and-so said this, and I really wanted to respond like this, but I knew I couldn't. And I know that, like, I can say it to you, and you're going to think it's funny. And I won't be like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot believe it. Yeah, we're 90s kids, so, like, at the end of the day, we are just fucking amazing. We're awesome. We are probably the last awesome generation there is. <laughs> Okay, because we said some shit that we were allowed to say in the 90s that we can't say now. (laughs) And like, you know, and that's hilarious to me. Um, But, you know, in today's society, I don't know, what do they call it? Cancel culture now? If you say something that like might be a little little too risque. I'm not even talking about like saying like words and phrases that you can't say. Oh, no, just like in general. Fucked up jokes, you know, like. Yeah, well, fucked up jokes don't really 
fly too much either. I mean, these days. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I will say this, and um, I'm talking to you, uh, Gen Z. At least we didn't eat Tide Pods. Oh my God. Just let it go. I, I can't. Like, you know, I, I felt like superior when that happened. You know, I, I'm I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let some kid tell me how to live my life if this motherfucker's eating Tide Pods. I find it funny because like when we were kids, <clears throat> if we would have eaten a Tide Pod, our parents would be like Yeah, whatever. I, you're gonna live or you're gonna die, but either way you're gonna learn your fucking lesson. <laughs> like we'll call poison control and let them sort it out. Yeah. In fact, uh I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember Mr. Yuck? Oh my god Alright so um, After we post this episode um, On the Facebook page If anybody remembers Mr. Yuck Please let me know Like Put up a put up a, a, a Mr. Yuck sticker If you can find one online um, Because they do exist And I have seen them In fact I think Liz is googling it right now um, But Mr. Yuck was oh this yep yep yeah it was yeah. the it was the it, it, it was the green face with the with, with the tongue hanging out yeah. yeah yeah we had like that sticker next to the phone in our kitchen on the bulletin board in case we needed to call poison control yeah it was the poison control <laughs> spokesperson it was Mr Yuck <laughs> I fucking loved Mr Yuck that's hilarious. I have not, like, I, when you said, asked if I remembered it, I'm like, it, I want to say yes, but I'm going to say no, and then, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, Mr. Yuck was the shit. <laughs> Fucking love Mr. Yuck. Like, I think they need to bring back Mr. Yuck. I think, I like, think they need to bring back after school specials. Shit started going downhill when they took after school specials off. You know here. what, though? My only problem with after school specials, though, is like nobody ever offered me drugs outside of school. I know, right? Like those made it seem like you were going to fucking be offered drugs 24 7. Like you'd just be walking home and some you guy snapping his drugs. fingers. By the fence, you know, with his slick back hair, snapping his fingers and whatnot, going, hey, you want to chief off of this spliff? <laughs> and, like, I never met that guy. Never met that guy. No. You know what else kind of, like, pissed me off? Because it, I feel like it set, like, an unrealis- an unrealistic expectation of, like, how high school was going to be. John Hughes movies. Of course you would say that. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, of course you would say that. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um I, I think all teen movies set uh unrealistic I mean, God, you should have seen my high school after fucking the craft came out. Oh. Oh Nerds. my god. Everybody wanted to be a witch. Everybody and then like uh oh, it's just the same now with like Stranger Things, you know? You remember that video of that like little girl that was trying to be eleven, trying to move somebody's car because she didn't want to leave? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. You get I, I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know if it's like, you know, 
envy or, you know, people just like kids just believe it. I missed that magic when I was a kid. When I could just see something and be optimistic that I can do it too. Yeah. Um, which is why I was very upset when I never got stopped by the guy like giving out free spliffs. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That set a very unrealistic precedent there. Yeah. I was uh very upset about that. Disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Or like how about that one with the teen get they got pregnant? I remember this one that we watched and like the funny thing is is like I don't understand it, but like when you're in junior high and high school, like they they'll latch on to like one movie and you watch it three times and like you watch it in health class. I think I watched it in like home ec and then I may have watched it in another health class, but it was like this guy that was like at a high school party and he was drinking and driving and like he killed somebody and he went to jail and like. So part of his like sentence was he had to like write the family like a letter every year on the anniversary of when like he killed their daughter or whatever. And like he was like, no, I can't I can't bring myself to remember it every year. So he like wrote like 10 years worth of letters. He's like, just send them all. Just send them every year for me. And they're like, no, that's not your punishment. And did you ever see that one? No, I don't think I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds fucking hilarious. The acting was awful. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was. I mean, it was never good, and it was usually on like a laser disc. Do you remember? I don't know if they still do this anymore, but like, um, like in junior high, like, um, like um, sports sports guys would come to school and talk to you. Uh, yeah, we had, like, local sports celebrities come to the schools and whatnot. Yeah, we'd have, like, ex-like Cleveland Browns players and yeah, shit come yeah. and talk about, like, abstinence and, like, not getting AIDS and shit. The coolest fucking person that came to my school was Rerun. No way. Rerun came to my school. No way. It was fucking amazing. And he was dancing. He danced. I, I'm speechless. I'm like... I know people can't see this, but my mouth is just like agape. Like what? Rerun? Your mouth is a jar. <laughs> yes. Rerun came to our he came in his full getup too. Like with the whole fucking with the with the backwards cap and everything. Like the beret. Like the suspenders? Yeah. No. He came in his full getup. It was awesome. I'm jelly as shit. Yeah. We and just he had like Browns I, players. I mean, he was old as a motherfucker, but he could still dance like he was fucking twenty five. We just had Browns players. Yeah, rerun, man. I mean, I, I'll tell you what, man. That was one of the coolest, coolest things that happened in school. Um, and here's another thing that happened. I went to go see Titanic twice in the theaters because it got me out of school. Nerd. I'm a lit. I'm. I'm like. Never mind. No, no. Go ahead. Finish your your, your thought. I was gonna say like I'm a girl and I never even saw that fucking movie in the theaters. Yeah, well, Nerd. you know. Um, it got me out of school, and uh, I also saw um, uh, later the Lord of the Rings in theater, but this wasn't like during school. Um, no, we were like already out of school in those kind of Yeah, I saw that, and then I realized very quickly that I wasn't a big fan. Nerd. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I love them. I, I know you do. You own them. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, that that's... Uh, that's how I like to nerd out. 
just you know skip school to go watch fucking Titanic. But I it was like a field movie. trip. It I was never a, even saw that whole movie. Like it's dumb. Well, you know, like I kind of, I, I kind of fantasized about having Jack draw me as one of his French girls. Just saying. I could draw you like a French girl. You could draw me like a stick figure. Yeah. Yeah. At least you'd look good. Ooh, burn. <laughs> I mean, I like that. Burn. That's funny. Well, uh, you heard it here first, everybody. She doesn't think I look good. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to punch you later. <laughs> I believe you will. I mean, now that I know you don't like me, <laughs> Shut up. I believe you're going to beat me later. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't, I'm not, I wasn't sure where I was going to go with that, but. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it does, it does appear that we are running out of stuff to talk about today. So, um. No, I'm just, uh, flabbergasted by you seeing Titanic. Yeah. And yeah, I could totally see it in your face that, you know, like we're not going to care after this episode's done recording. So like my mom and my brother's went to see Titanic and me and a friend went to see Scream 2. Like it was So, you know what's kind of sad about that is I can actually see that your brothers went to go see that. I think they heard there were boobs. Okay. There were. There were. And but like we went to see Scream while they were watching Titanic. Yeah, you know what didn't have boobs? Scream. It was Scream 2. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't change the fact that it did not have boobs. Yeah, but it doesn't there was bra in it. <laughs> yeah. You got to see some bra. <laughs> I think I like the second one. Yeah, I like two boobs too. Shut up. <laughs> Any hoodly doodly. Um so we are at forty eight minutes fifty seconds. I am uh happy that we were able to get this episode out this week. Um and still we're feeling better. I know we were sick last week. It's kind of a weird. Yeah, you might detect a little bit of a wheeze in our voice this time, but I mean, we're doing better, and next week's going to be even better than that. But uh, we do appreciate you guys tuning in to listen to us. Um, this episode has been fun. I laughed my ass off. I hope you have too. Um, we want to thank you once again, and this has been Memoirs of a Modern Marriage, and I've been Dave and Liz, and you guys have a great week. See you next time.